Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Thursday to you. It's Thursday, June the 10th. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. <laughs> wow, that's a lot, right? But today, before I like start thinking about Stat Hero, 300%. 300% back, wow. Before I start um, drooling over that, you know, I want to talk about these All-Star Awards. You know, um, you know about Ben Simmons finishing as runner-up at Defensive Player of the Year. Joel Embiid not getting the league MVP. I want to talk about that in the first segment. Second segment, I want to talk about, you know, some adjustments that I think teams are going to have to make, or not teams, but the Hawks and the Sixers, or the Hawks against the Sixers coming up in game three, which is going to be tomorrow in the ATL of the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Sixers and Hawks. And then the third segment, you know, I just want to just give a little tidbit. You know how I do things that come to mind. Um, now, before we get this started again, I just want to let you guys know that this is the only podcast that comes to you five days a week, five days a week. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer 76ers beat writer. So you can go to inquire.com, get your, get your info daily, me, Mark Narducci, Marcus Hayes, David Murphy, Mike Silski. You know, we all have you guys covered, especially during the playoffs. And you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers and on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. Now, here's the thing. You know, we talk about these All-Star Awards, and I know some people are disappointed and this and that. But the shocker, you know, did I know that it would be Joel would only get one first place point for every one first place vote, not point, sorry. Would he get only one first place vote for MVP? I didn't. I thought he would get more. But to be honest, it was tough for him to win this award. I didn't see him winning. I didn't think that. Now, if Joel wouldn't have missed 21 games, <clears throat> I think Joel would have won it. I do. I think he would have got votes. The thing is, you got to understand, like, you know, of all years, a guy who plays all 72 games, when you're playing 72 games in around 145 days, as Nikola Jokic did, he has to be commended. Not only that, Joel, you know, had more points, had a couple better defensive numbers. But outside of that, this guy basically led Joel in every other category, right? And then when you factor he played in all the games, 
and you factored how you know his skill set and the things he does, that wasn't that wasn't a hard pick. It was easy for me to see. You know, and I think really think those twenty one games lost really messed Joel up. Because you gotta realize that was a point that Joel wasn't even like his wasn't even like listed in the um scoring, rebounding, all those totals because he hadn't played in seventy percent of the games. So if he would have missed another game, one more game, one more game, Joel's points would not have counted. So I think the best thing that would have been for him is like next year or whatever, just to make sure you play him more. And then you'll get it. Right? Make sure you play him more and then you'll get it. Now, the Ben Simmons thing is when you look at it, you say that, you know, the eye test. I look at head-to-heads. So I look at Rudy Gobert. I see that he's this great rim protector. He's a great rebounder, defensive rebounder. All the analytics things. But, you know, I look at how when he played against Joel, I know that game went to overtime, but Joel dominated. I look and I see how when Ben Simmons played center, how Ben Simmons dominated him. So, you know, I was hearing all this stuff about Rudy. I know that he is an elite defender, but I couldn't vote him number one. Just because I felt like he gave up over 40 to two dudes in two games that I saw a lot, right? But yesterday, when you put all his statistics out there, and as the NBA did when he won, you say to yourself, oh, I can understand it now. I can see where people who are in the media, other media members, people who haven't seen Rudy or Ben play up close, right, will look at statistics and say this is the player of the year, right? Defensive player of the year, right? So, you know, that, that's what stood out to me. I mean, because it looks good, like when you look at it that way. And he received, believe me, he really received 84% of the votes. I mean, you look at it, you'll say he led the NBA in total block shots. He led the NBA in defensive uh, rebounds per game. Total defensive rebounds. He was second in block shots per game. And then you look at Simmons. He was ninth in the league in steals while guarding all five positions. He also averaged 5.6 defensive rebounds. Now, you know, when you look at Rudy Gobert, he averaged 10.1 defensive rebounds. So, you can see it right then and there, but some of the Sixers, you know, you kind of use this as motivation. Like, look, we don't come here to, I mean, it, I guess you can't say we don't come here to to win awards when let's keep it 100 
That's all they've been talking about all all year. That's it. How Ben was the defensive player of the year and how Joel was the MVP. But now they just have to use it as motivation, right? Ben has to D up everybody. He has to show. And I think part of the problem with Ben was, I mean, let's keep it 100. There was a lot of games where Ben wasn't guarding the best player. Matisse was. Fiable. I mean, Matisse Fiable was guarding the best player. Ben was on somebody else. Now, there were certain times that they may have started Ben on him, like, but then they would put someone else on him, like Matisse. So, I think that plays into it as well. It really does. I mean, at least from my perspective, it does. You know, um, so there you go. Stat hero. You know, that's the thing we talked about a little bit earlier in the show, right? Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. That's why we're introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily, daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero will show you the lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You're, you name the stakes. Winner take all. You have that advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, go to stathero.com slash locked on. I'm telling you, y'all need to go do that today. Built Bar, right? Y'all all know how I love my Built Bar. Mm. Mm. I'm a little, little cranky because I didn't have any yet this morning. I didn't have one yet this morning. But man, I appreciate the people at Built Bar. I'm telling you, they treat, they treat a brother good. Now, here's the thing. You like chocolate, right? You love that ooey-gooey chocolate taste. If you like me, you do. Or you just like the straight-up chocolate. I just love chocolate variation. And the thing about Bill Barr, mm, it's the best of both worlds. Because I get my chocolate, but I'm also eating healthy. Why? Because Bill Barr is 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. I'm telling the truth. So what you need to do is, if you want to get that protein bar that tastes great and is good for you, you need to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, 
and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. Now, today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Now, when I when I think of this game, game tomorrow's game three, I think about adjustments. I think about how the ebb and flow goes in the playoff series. And what I mean by that is it's funny because the team that typically loses the game, the uh, the previous game, comes out with a lot of energy. energy. We saw that in game two. We saw how the 76ers came out, fired up, did what they had to do. And then, you know, Atlanta got back in it. But that that's what we saw. Now, I think it's going to be the other way around. I think what's going to happen is the Sixers are going to go to Atlanta, a place that is tough to win at, and the crowd's going to be hyped, amped up the whole nine. Right? And the Hawks are going to come out on fire. Now, it's up to the Sixers if they can swatch that. But you know they're going to come up with a lot of energy. So it's up to the, it's up to the Sixers to see what they can do. Right? Um, you know... Uh, I think that the Hawks losing DeAndre Hunter for the rest of the season is going to have surgery on a slight meniscus tear, lateral meniscus tear on Tuesday in L.A. It's going to hurt him. I think maybe from a mental edge. I mean, yeah, they played two games already. They did what they had to do. Both teams saw that. But I think that right now they're not going to get that lift. And I think overall that's going to enable Tobias Harris to continue to do what he's doing. You know, Solomon Hill is a good player, but he's not Hunter. He's not the kid from Philly. He's not. He's not Hunter. So I think they're going to have a problem with that. Right? But. But, you know, I just want to see the adjustments. Now, I expect Joel to get double teamed, especially the way he's dominating, right? I mean, they, they got to double team Joel. Um, I expect the hack of Ben to come back, you know, and, and then I want to see what uh, Doc is going to do in those scenarios, those situations. You know, it's going to be different, but... I think that uh, we, we, we can expect the Hawks to be the aggressor in this one. We really can. We really can. But, you know, I think the Sixers could weather the storm. And I think that the winner of this game is going to have more. I mean, the Sixers have to get the momentum. I mean, if they, because right now the Hawks have all the momentum. They do. You know, you may not want to believe it or not. 
And the reason why I'm saying that is because they got home court advantage. They're going to be at home. So if the Sixers could get this win, it's going to be vital. I also think the winner of this game is probably going to win this series. That's what I think. You know, Lucy Nick, Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Wow. Okay. <laughs> research, research and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy has, Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint, right? I'm telling you, if you're really trying to you want to get off the smoking. This is something that's going to be good for you. I mean, I try it. I'm not a smoker, but I know people who do. And they tried this, and they really like it. <laughs> so what you need to do is go to lucy.com, use the promo code NBA, and get 20% off all the products on your first order, including gum and lasagnas. That's lucy.com and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout, right? Also, I have to give you this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nic nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive uh, chemical. Go to um, lucy.com and be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Do it today, people. Do it today. So, you know, I, I think, like I said in the last one, I think this is going to be a key segment. You know, I, I think that the Sixers can't let Trey Young get hot like they didn't do in the last game. I mean, they actually did a pretty good defense uh, on him the last six quarters. So, I think that to keep that up, I think it's win. I think Ben's going to be motivated because he didn't get defensive player of the year. Um, you know, I just think that this is going to be uh, a, a really good game. The thing is, I'm a little excited about going to Atlanta. I used to fly out today. I'm excited to go to Atlanta because, you know, I want to see what this atmosphere is going to be like. Like, I'm hearing that this is a tough place to play. and It has been, especially for the Sixers. But... It's never really been, like, one of those places where you see people there early. It was always casual fans, this and that. But you got to realize the team was struggling. Just like how, you know, when the Sixers were doing the process, it was mostly loyal fans there. So you can't really hold that against them. And then when you see how the atmosphere is now at the Wells Fargo, it's like, wow, it's electric, right? It's electric. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, but I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I just want to see these adjustments that are made. I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great day, and peace.